0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Talk Like Ted, the nine public speaking secrets from the world's top minds. Ted is an American private non-profit that puts together speaking events focused on the topics of technology, entertainment and design. The author of Ted Talks, Chris Anderson bought TED in 2001 and put all of his efforts into managing and growing TED, with a goal of creating a speaking platform of ideas worth spreading. As TED became more popular, the influence of the platform also grew, with TED Talks becoming known as the highest standard of speeches. So how did those brilliant and unforgettable speeches on TED come to life? How does a speech unleash the enthusiasm of the audience? Are you familiar with the 18-minute rule? Do you know how to bring out the enlightening elements of a speech? The author Carmen Gallo will answer these questions in this book. After watching and analyzing 500 of the most popular TED Talks, having discussions with many successful speakers, interviewing leading neurologists, psychologists, and communication masters, coupled with his own many years of speaking experience, Gallo summarized 9 secrets of successful speeches. These 9 tips can help us spread our message and ideas more persuasively. In this bookie, We will introduce how to use these nine speaking secrets to deliver a brilliant speech similar to a TED talk. We've broken down these tips into three key sections. Part 1. Touch the hearts of the audience. Part 2. Get the audience's attention. Part 3. Make it unforgettable for the audience. A speech should foremost touch the hearts of the audience. To accomplish this, Gallo shares with us three tips. The first tip is to unleash the passion within. Science shows us that passion is contagious and can infect an audience. However, it's only when we ourselves are passionate about a topic and believe in its importance that we can convince an audience in order to give our speech the passion it needs, we need to choose a topic that we are passionate about. This can be the occupation you have poured your life into, or it could be some thoughts you really want to share with others. In her 2012 TED Talk, Fashion model Cameron Russell showed the audience a series of before and after photos. Each series of photos showed what she looked like before shooting for a commercial and what she looked like eventually in the ads. The two photos looked like two different people. She wanted to help the audience understand that the final product from the shoot was actually the work of a hairstylist, makeup artist, and the photographer, and not her authentic self. She wanted to let the audience know that appearances are superficial. Because of this, girls should not feel a lack of self-confidence because of their appearance. Russell is a tall and slim model with an attractive face. But in her speech, she did not give advice on how to pose for the camera, but instead shared her authentic self and helped young girls improve their self-image. This was what she truly stood for. Speaking from her heart made her seem more sincere and passionate, and effectively touched the audience. The reason why a speaker like Russell can be so successful in delivering a speech is because they are pursuing something they are extremely passionate about, and sharing this passion with the audience. This is what inspires and infects an audience. So when making a speech, we need to first make sure the topic is something we are passionate about. We first need to be inspired by our own passion as a speaker before we can infect and inspire the audience. Next, we will learn the second secret to touching the hearts of the audience. This is a method that can be used in many domains, telling a story. There are three types of stories that are simple but very effective. These include personal stories, stories about other people, and stories about brand success. Let's take a look at a couple of examples. Brian Stevenson is a civil rights attorney who received a Freedom's Medal from the Roosevelt Institute in 2011 for his contribution to society. Later he was invited to the TED stage to give a speech. In his speech, he told stories about a few people who had influenced him in his life. He first shared a story about his grandmother, who when he was eight or nine years old grabbed his hand and told him, I think you're special. I think you can do anything you want to do. Stevenson mentioned that he never forgot these words, because they were what helped him find his identity. Next his grandmother made Stevenson promise her three things, one being to never drink alcohol. Years later, Stevenson and his brother and sister were in the backwoods of their house. His brother wanted him to drink some alcohol, but Stevenson firmly refused. After learning the reason, his brother then told him that their grandmother tells all of the kids to not drink alcohol and that they are special. Stevenson was devastated, as he realized it wasn't just him his grandma saw as special. This story made the audience crack up. But what Stevenson's said next immediately silenced the crowd. He said, I'm going to tell you something. I'm 52 years old, and I'm going to admit to you that I've never had a drop of alcohol. I don't say that because I think that's virtuous, I say that because there is power in identity. When we create the right kind of identity, we can say things to the world around us that they don't actually believe make sense. We can get them to do things that they don't think they can do. This had the effect of silencing and touching the crowd. Another person used the experience of others to touch the hearts of the audience. This was Ken Robinson, thought leader in the area of creativity and innovation in education and business. The most captivating story from his speech had nothing to do with himself. Rather, he told the story of how the choreographer of the musical Cats and Phantom of the Opera, Gillian Lynn, became a dancer. During Robinson's interview with Lynn, Lynn told him a story from her youth. Growing up, her ADHD made teachers think that she had a learning disability. So, Her mother brought her to see a doctor. During the visit, the doctor wanted to talk to her mother privately so they left Lin in the room alone with the radio on. After the mother and doctor left the room, the doctor let the mother observe her daughter through a window. While they were observing, they discovered Lin stood up and started dancing to the music. After watching quietly for a few minutes, the doctor diagnosed her as having no illness and suggested her mother should send her to a dance school. She attended a dance school, and had a career at the Royal Ballet, and later became one of the most successful musical choreographers in the world. This inspirational story was used by Robinson to reinforce the theme of his speech, cultivating all aspects of a child's talent. If Robinson did not use this story, the audience would likely have a hard time understanding what the theme he was referring to actually meant. The story allowed Robinson to transform an abstract topic into something concrete that the audience could understand and remember. From these two examples, we can feel the power of a story. Therefore, we need to use stories to transfer our thoughts and emotions into the minds of the audience. We need to use stories to connect with the audience on an emotional level. Telling a good story is not easy. In the book, Gallo gives some tips and tricks on telling a good story. This includes using metaphors and analogies, and avoiding jargon and cliches. When telling a company story, Marketers love to overuse meaningless words such as leading, solutions, and ecosystem, to the point that these words have no persuasive power anymore. Gallo suggests a trick to telling a story during a business speech is to use the hero and villain format. First set up the conflict of the story, describing the company as a hero who successfully tackled the issue. Then emphasize how they are saving the customer from the villain. Using this template to tell the product's origin story can help the customer understand what issue the product is solving, and why it is worth buying. The final secret to touching an audience is to repeatedly practice. Being successful at anything requires constant practice, and speaking is not an exception. Before a speech, you must practice repeatedly, making your voice, hand gestures, and body language consistent and in harmony with your words. Practice making your speech smooth and natural as if you were talking to a close friend. In 2013, performance artist and musician Amanda Palmer delivered a speech titled, The Art of Asking. The speech was incredibly successful, receiving over a million views in just a few days. After the speech, she published a 30-page blog post, describing her preparation and practice for this speech. We can learn from her post that if we want to deliver a great speech, there is a lot we need to prepare. We need to collect topics related to the speech. We can rehearse the speech in front of others and ask for feedback. We should also improve weak areas based on this feedback and constantly practice. So, what did you need to focus on when practicing? In regards to speaking speed, Gallo thinks regular conversation speed works. When practicing, we can slow down our speaking speed. After we have memorized the speech, we can resume normal speed during the real speech giving the whole speech a warm and natural feel that makes us seem trustworthy. Gallo also emphasized the importance of body language. Economic development expert Ernesto Soroli would use strong gestures to go with his speech. In his TED Talk, he shares his experience teaching locals in Zambia how to grow tomatoes. When Soroli said we had these magnificent tomatoes. In Italy, a tomato would grow to this size. In Zambia, to this size. He would use hands to make a small circle, and then a large circle, describing the difference in tomato sizes to the audience. This planted the seed in the audience's mind that Zambia's tomatoes are huge. Throughout the speech, Sorolli used gestures to emphasize each important sentence, making his points and examples more persuasive. In the end, this all came together as a brilliant speech that convinced the audience. Of course, we do not need to use gestures to emphasize every sentence. Gallo recommends that we not overuse gestures, but rather use them when raising important points. This way, you won't make the audience feel uncomfortable. Lastly, Gallo points out three methods to correct some annoying habits. When we are nervous, we are likely to be restless, and may tap on the table or fiddle with a pen, all without realizing it. Luckily, there is a good method to overcome these annoying habits. This method is recording yourself delivering your speech. Watching yourself can help you effectively get rid of these habits. Some people are also very stiff when speaking and standing still on stage. To overcome this, when you record your presentation, walk out of the frame once in a while. Lastly, some people like to put their hands in their pockets when speaking. To solve this, you can try keeping one hand in the pocket at times and use the other to make appropriate gestures. That concludes the first section on the three tips for touching the hearts of the audience. To summarize, we first need to select a topic that we are passionate about. Next, use storytelling to get your thoughts and feelings inside the mind of the audience. Finally, you must practice non-stop until you have mastered a speech that can touch the hearts of the audience. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app.